So, do the intro, side project shot, do the intros and social media. Wait, is this you? Is this your thing? Yeah, this might be our new, this might I be think, our new shit. That might you be, like it? I like it. It's not so Euro. It's pretty rocking, right? It's, it's, it's nice. I like it. That's good. GarageBand is phenomenal. It's just... You're so talented. You just pull loops together. It's, a, it's great. <laughs> I love it. All right, enough of that. Let's get to our sponsors. Hey, guys. You like beef jerky? We I do. do. We love it. Right, Jim? Very much. Oh, my gosh. It's the best thing ever. Have you ever had side project jerky? Yes. I love it. Now's your opportunity, listeners. You can get free shipping right now with code DADDRINKING. Order online at sideprojectjerky.com. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 13 of Dad Drinking Podcast. Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen. Did you ever think we'd make 13? I, I thought we'd be up to 26 by now. It's it's I don't know what's wrong with us. We just can't Here's get the our thing. shit together. Here's the thing. We can get it together, but we're dads. Yeah. And dads need to go on spring break. Dads need to have winter break. They dads do. need to do weekend. Dads need a break. And dad needs to do weekend like sports. Right. Mow the lawn. Model UN. <laughs> Not really. Chess. But, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of chess. And... But that being said, who are you again? I'm Marcos. And I'm Jim. And we've been dads since 09. Long fucking time. That's right. Here we go. You can find us, those of you have, who have never listened to us before, on uh, various social media platforms, including Instagram and yep. Twitter, at Dad Drinking. That's right. We also have a beautiful beautiful website that's underutilized in my opinion i would say i would agree i mean marcos has a great gallery of photos that he's taken from our behind the scenes shots yeah uh, us making drinks you can also stream the podcast directly from the website too and what's the website again daddrinking.com very easy very, very easy to remember yes so now that you know who we are um i want to remind you guys that we are on a quest, or at least I'm on a quest to open up to the public my social media feeds, which are, are decidedly private. Marcos is our at Fidel Gastro. Yes, I'm, Mine, the, I'm the public advocate. I'm the face of yes. many things, including dad drinking. Yes, I am the nerdy, studious voice behind the straight man portion of this podcast. You're the wind beneath my wings, Jim. My social media handle is at JF Cosgrove 9, but I am private and I will not open it up until we have. 20 reviews and let's, good let's, or bad do we have any reviews since the last time we we set this challenge let's down let's check so so keystone 72 is still hanging that guy hanging out there uh m espinoza which is me right so oh, we have one so far wait 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 we, we, we got a new one we got a new one Ooh. Here. five five stars whoa five so stars. we're 10 percent of the way to my <laughs> yes, goal yes. sweet by like 2020 we should be i should be public i'll clean my act up by then so yes yeah you don't want to pull a divincenzo Ooh, that kid went to my high school. Did he? Yeah. No way. Yeah, he's the pride of Wilmington, Delaware. Is he? Is yeah. he from? I guess he's from Delaware. I don't know. I mean, or... like that school pulls from uh, like three or four states. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, like busing in is relatively relative. It's not that far away from a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like Wilmington is so close to where you'd rather be. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's good. So that's good. I like that. That's so the good. high school's not that bad. I actually lived in 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 downtown Wilmington when I went okay. to that school. DT Dub. Very actually, that school. I got to tell you, Silesianum School was the name of the school. That what is, was your mascot. Uh, there's no mascot. That's the best thing about it. Really? No you mascot. Were the Silesianum We're Silesianums. They call nickname is this is Sally's because it's too hard to say Silesianum. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting. But word. the best thing. Like, what does that mean in Latin? It means House of De Sales, which is the the patron saint of St. Francis De Sales. Yeah, oh, yeah, Pray for us. Yeah, our mother of consolation too. But the pray um, for us. But the uh, the the school. Is an excellent school. I give 
credit to them for five star review. Ninety percent of my success. Yes. No. Seriously, if there was a thousand star review, I'd give that. Although I'm giving away Scott, Tangy Scott's <laughs> review here. So, so let's get back to this review. Five star review nice. from from a gentleman by the name of Tangy Scott. Mm. Uh, he says that that it, name is is very cool. He says that this is the best podcast about drinking and fatherhood ever created. Exclamation point. Agreed. I'd give it a thousand stars if I could. Huzzah. He, nice. threw, he threw down the huzzah. He, he must Take be in that, the Keystone 72. <laughs> oh, yeah. The title of his view is Keystone 72 has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> cheers, Tangy Scott. Cheers. I think I think Tangy Scott deserves a big cheers, and maybe we should try and get him on the show. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to download one of those like clap tracks, too, so we you can should. give him the claps you as should. well. Like a no, I don't want to give him the clap, but, you know, just like... You know, the, <laughs> <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying. That's a dad. That's a different dad yes. transmitting. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so, so I guess the thing that I would say, I was thinking a lot and trying to explain to myself why Keystone 72 would give us such a terrible number of stars. And I think it's because of the frequency of our podcasts. Yes. It's, it's, it's been poor. It's been poor. However, as I, I tried to explain and give us a little cushion is that dads are busy. Dads can't we really, have, yeah. We can't really always handle um, a weekly podcast, but I think other dads appreciate that because they can't listen on a weekly basis either. In fact, I think like half of my family hasn't listened to any of these, so they're just busier than I am, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I think that one of the big questions that we have to answer coming into episode thirteen is, "Where the hell have you been, Marcus?" Uh, I've been around, man. I've been everywhere. It's been man. a month since we last spoke. I know, I know, and it's jeez. It's been a busy month. I we, we haven't been able to really get it together, and and I guess we're we're working on a schedule to that end. I think we're gonna really start getting. Um, uh, we have guests lined up. They're yes. all very interested. They're just not interested in doing it twenty minutes with twenty right, minutes advance right, notice. Yeah. Twenty minutes advance notice is not enough notice. And, and <laughs> as dads, we should know that. We should, and we should respect that. We're not respecting. We're that. not. We're yeah. very disrespectful. Yes. But you, you've been very respectful of my time and I yours, and hence the delay in podcasting. So most recently, if you're wondering where I've been. I have been. Uh, and if you're not following me on social media, I, uh, I hooked up a little bit of spring break. Ooh. Yeah, spring break! <laughs> was it yeah. crazy? Uh, it was wild. Was it man. gastro gone wild? Oh my gosh, yes. No, no, we drove to Disney. Ooh. Uh, well, we drove to Florida. We drove to Florida. So that was actually pretty awesome. So my folks got suckered into a timeshare a number of years ago in Orlando, um, which is lovely this time of year. But my uncle lives down there. So it was kind of, it gave them an excuse. And then what's nice is. Well, you have an uncle down there? I I do. His name is Uncle Bernard, and he's amazing. That sounds awesome. He's ridiculous. He wears like turquoise jewelry, (laughs) top to bottom. Like he showed up. He showed up to the timeshare in a bolo tie. Nice. And, uh, oh, my God, he's got jokes. My man's got jokes. So he's bald. He's like, he, like, bicks his head. Yeah. Right? So he comes in and he's like, hey, you like my new haircut? Right? So that's what he leads <laughs> in with. And then he said that he was at, at work. He works at Costco as a, he's like a, uh, like one of those demo people. Nice. Yeah. I love those guys. He's rad. He's like, he's super rad. He's he's 78. I would definitely sample a bald turquoise laden Bernard. <laughs> yeah. Anything he had, I would swing by that thing. I go to, I go to Costco. You know that? Oh, yeah. Me? I'm a Costco guy. I uh, I go to BJ's. Oh. Yeah. 
but it's just because it's close. I mean, it's all proximity. Based. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's like banking. I work next to a Costco. So. Yeah, see, I live close. Like I'm in close proximity to BJ's. But so, so he comes in. He's talking about his, his bald head, and I, I mean, he he really did have his in stitches. He said, he said, yeah, one of my coworkers came up to me and uh, you know he was rubbing my head and he said, wow, kind of feels like uh, my wife's behind is what he said, right? Oh my God, prickly. and then he rubs his head and he says, you know what? You're right. It does feel like your wife's <laughs> behind. My man's got jokes. Bernard is shameless. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's the best. Sin vergüenza. He's great, yeah. No, so, uh, but but he's also it's 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 funny, like you know, speaking about dad shit, and now that we're dads and trying to understand like what our parents had to deal with, like that the one thing that I'm kind of struggling with, I mean, that's that question of mortality is, you know, now like our parents are are like the grandparents, and, like mm-hmm. they're the old people, and you they know, have rheumatoid arthritis well you know he's he's just one of those people that's like i think he likes to he's very much into like a shepherd right so so we went to holy thursday mass because we were over, really yeah we were in wow. florida during the, the, trid, the triduum the tridium right i think it's tri- i think it's double u but yeah, yeah go ahead yeah. yeah but is it pronounced tridium or no triduum idea. no i did never i never spent time but researching uh that. Holy Thursday, that's a long ass mass, dude. Is it? That is long. Yeah. So we had we sat for two hours. Beautiful church. Beautiful church. Um, they did the feet washing. They did the whole thing, right? Holy Thursday. Yeah. Are you down for Holy Thursday? I've never gone to Holy Thursday. Yeah, I. I I'm this super was, Catholic. Never gone to Holy. This Thursday. would be my second Holy Thursday mass. The 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 uh, foot washing really stuck with me the last time. So, a- anywho, it's, were your feet all sandy? Well, they didn't wash my feet. They oh. just like there were like volunteers. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, no. No sand. No, I mean, no beach, right? You're in Central Florida. I don't know. I, I have no idea where Disney World is. Yeah, don't ever go. I well, won't. I mean, maybe, but... I don't plan on it. <laughs> but go ahead. So, but he's, you know, Uncle Bernard is, you know, one of those guys that's like, listen, we don't need to get up and leave while everybody's leaving. We're going to sit and we're going to wait until shit clears out and then we'll go. And uh, we said no fucking way, and like we hightailed out. I mean, he was bummed. We felt I felt a little bad, but uh, in any event, that's that's Uncle Bernard. So he was a, a, a fixture while whilst down in Florida. He's he sounds hilarious and religious, which is yes. not n- near the twain to meet very often. No, no, no. That's pretty good. So uh, so but, yeah. So so tell me about the Disney experience, because as I alluded to about thirty five seconds ago, I've never gone to Disney World. I have three kids. Um, the youngest is three, so I, I'm using it as as an excuse not to go to, to Disney World that he is too young, yeah. still to be able to walk around, and I'm not pushing or bringing a stroller. Yeah, hell with no. that, no way. It's it's hot, it's crowded. So I'll, even oh, I guess spring break was this a big this spring, was spring break? break. Week? Yeah, no, it was literally like it was mayhem. It it was mayhem. Now, I'm a big advocate of managing expectations. Right. Managing expectations is... That's basically the theme of this podcast. Right. And yeah, so we, we would appreciate <laughs> if you all, as listeners, manage your expectations as well. But I expected the worst. Now, now just to, to be very clear, we went to Florida. We did not go to Disney. So it was, it was a Florida trip. But being down there, we, we, we said, okay, we'll do one day at the Magic Kingdom. That's all you did? Yeah, I no. On your social media, it seemed like you had like nine thousand photos. Yeah, we, well, we took a lot of photos. I, I mean, that's basically what you do now. It's like, hey, look at me, I'm at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, but I fucking loathe. 
Disney. Now, so here's my shit about Disney. Okay. okay? Dish. Dish. Dish, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Disney to me, g- growing up as 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 an outsider, as a you know poor Mexican in Salt Lake City, was one of those things that everybody else got to do. Um, now, granted, my dad took me to Disneyland when I was younger, but it wasn't the, the experience that I would assume the, the but rest of you went of to the, the land. You went to Disneyland in California. We, we went to the land. I mean, yeah. it's, it's I, just... I've been there a bunch, actually, but, but the never con- to the world. The concept of Disney is a fucking trash concept. It just really bothers the shit of me because it, it, is, it is consumerism at its You hate childhood fantasy? Worst. No, it's, it's not that, but I, I think... If you're the kid that can't afford Disney or doesn't get to go to Disney, like that's a shitty position to be to be in when you're in a group and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I went to Disney. I stayed at the Grand Floridian and I went to the Bippity Boppity Boutique and blah blah blah." It's like, is fuck. that really a thing? The Bippity Boppity Boutique? Yes. Is it? It's, it's it <laughs> is hilarious. a it's it's <laughs> uh, we've kind of looked into it. We, we look. I think we try and be realistic that we we're going to spend some money down there. Right. Yeah. But we also don't want to be fucking bled dry and, you know, all of a sudden, like, get foreclosed on our house because, you know, we had to go meet some fucking character at some fucking bullshit bippity boppity boutique. Oh, right? It's not so, it's not like a uh, it's not like a shop where you can buy Cinderella a, dresses. Well, it's there's that and then they do your hair and it's it's a whole it's a whole experience. And, okay. and look and look here's So I, I am anti Disney, right? But I also I have children, so this is something that I I have to do or there there is some sort of obligation there. Um now I will say because I was expecting it to be the absolute worst, it wasn't bad. Really? It was yes. So I was I was getting ready for you to just roast. Like I, I felt the corpse of Walt Disney on a spit. <laughs> I thought you were going to jack up the flames. No. But no. I, I, All right. I, I, I will say, so we, and I got I to gotta give a major shout out to, I think it was called Disney Tourist Blog. And they had a one-day itinerary yeah. that we tried to follow. And it was. I actually think I know the guy that does that blog. Do you? Yeah. Shut up. It's the husband of a former coworker. Get the fuck. Are you serious? I think so. Okay, you have to well, look it up while we're on this. You, yeah, you give so, me your thing. So. So it was if if you are interested in doing the Magic Kingdom for one day, peak season, non-peak season. Now we also have some neighbors who were very helpful with, uh, you, you know, kind of insider stuff because they're into the whole Disney thing. And again, look, I'm, I'm not judging here because it, it makes sense for some people, just like you know ISIS does. But <laughs> it, it's it's just not for me. It's not for me. But I will say that I was pleasantly surprised, and the way the day worked out was was very we had a good time we had a good time we had you know we had a nice character dinner we got to ride the rides we wanted to ride and it was it was fun i i had fun i mean it i would you know maybe even say it was a little magical that's awesome yeah so that's fantastic so you were there for almost a week yes we were in florida for almost a week while you were there did you have alcohol I did. Yeah. Yes. What was the best thing you drank in Disney? In so Disney's dry. Ooh. Yeah. Can't drink at Disney. Um, now. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So. So so hold on. So yeah. they make you come down there with your kids. Yep. 
they make you spend, I'm presuming, like $10,000, basically. We, we spent over $500 just to get into the park. For how many people? Four. That's ridiculous. Yes. Those are just your passes. Just your passes. Was that like – so I know they have like something where you can do like an easy pass where like have it takes your line yes. weight from like three hours to like 1.5. So you get – so you get – yes. So you get fast passes. You get three fast passes. So and, – and then – but you have for to – For the price of the $500 for four? Yeah. It's, it's like a okay. standard ticket. Now, Universal, which we also went to, Universal – was you can pay extra they have something called the express pass mm-hmm. and it's like fifty dollars extra per ticket but then you can literally jump the line on any ride i think i don't know i, I said 50 bucks fuck that yeah. i'm not down times four that's i think yeah. rough math carry the t- 200 200 dude yeah, that's, that's two benjis much. that's too much yeah too much yeah so but back to disney yeah they so they do the they do these fast passes um which is great, but there's a whole like there's a whole strategy behind Disney too, and and that's the other thing that's crazy is like it's you're you're almost playing a game. I mean, you're rushing to this ride or that ride, and you're on the app, and it's great they have an app, and look, everyone's nice there. It's a whole thing, but there's also I, I mean, you really, really get to see the obesity epidemic in full, really on full display, even more and, so than just living in Philadelphia. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, just people in jazzies. Ev like they're the the jazzy to walker ratio is almost really. one to one. Yeah, it's oh. it's crazy. Like it's not just people that want to get around without walking. Uh, it well it might be. I mean, there's just like that's the kind of shit that I'm just like I I don't want to be a judgy person, but mm-hmm. I found myself just a judgy. Yeah, well, I found myself judging people at Disney. But also, I mean, you, you leave the Northeast, and it's like the rest of the world Sucks. is very scary. Well, it's a lot different than it's, what we're used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but while down there, we actually went to a um, – I got a recommendation from Amusing My Boosh. Oh. Uh, I, you know what? I don't even know if I know that real guy's name, but he's an awesome dude. He used to live in Philly. He actually – he works for Disney. I was trying to, like – you know, be like, get a hook up. Yo, yeah. let me, yo. Hook. He's like, this doesn't happen. In he the he basically world. said, yeah. yeah, no fucking way. <laughs> but he was nice about it. But then he also he he gave us some some restaurant recommendations, and we went to a place. Shoot, what was it called? Now I can't remember. It was like something Hawk. Cast. Bojangles. So it was a chain. Was it Bojangles? No, we did Bojangles on the way back, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Um, uh, what is it called? Hawk wine chain. So what do you have at the Hawk wine chain? Oh, Cooper's Hawk is what it was called. Cooper's Hawk wine. So Cooper's Hawk, like the concept is actually a super cool concept. They, they have, you know, restaurant, whatever. Um, I, I, I gotta say, I'm pretty sure that I, I would bet dollars to donuts that Marcy Turney from the 13th street restaurant group, like Barbuzo and all that. I, I would swear that she consulted on their menu. Because, really? Yeah, they had a budino. They had some sort of like budino like dessert, which is like Barbuzo's like main shit is the caramel. Right. As budino. someone as someone in the um, restaurant industry, yeah. I can tell you that the consulting th- gig is real, yeah. and it happens everywhere. Like if you're at an airport, mm-hmm. you will see a Carbone style menu. Yeah. You never know. You'll see a uh, a Robert Vita Meyer menu. Yeah. If you're in DC. 
I mean, it's it's rampant, and it's actually yeah. a good business model because you get interesting stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't have to be a, a Michelin star chef to execute something that's tasty. Isn't maybe it's not Michelin star. But. No, but I think what's cool about the consulting is I think that it it, it really kind of the chefs have to push themselves to to create something that's approachable, yes. but is still like to their standard. Correct. Which I think like helps food, right? I think it For just real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, so this Cooper's Cooper's Hawk. So they have, I guess they have their own vineyards. Really? And they, yeah. So they down had, south. Um, well, it's 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 like a national chain. Mm. It's a national chain. Um, and then yeah, so they have like a tasting room. Then they have a bar and they have a restaurant. So, um, but I forget what they and they do everything by bin. And then like every, each menu item actually has a wine pairing with it. And oh, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, so, so we. So had, that was your your favorite drink was something you had paired. I had a red blend. Um, with your with your pancake breakfast. With. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a uh, I got a pasta dish that I was kind of disappointed in. Mm-hmm. But we got some pretty good apps. We got uh, I think it were pork belly tostadas. Mm. But what was confusing was it was it was more of. Um, it was more of like I was every time I took a bite I was like this is tuna this is tuna because it was that tuna tostada thing with like the sesame and, oh. like. Asian flavors, it was tasty. Excuse me, but that that one wine, take, folks. One that take. wine was really, really fucking good. Yeah. You know um, what, man? I gotta tell you, I'm not a big wine guy, but yeah. but I love good deals. Yeah. And so I've been doing wine till sold out. Yeah. WTSO. I think I think we talked about this. I, on did a we talk? Podcast. Did we? We may have. Maybe we talked about it offline. I think pre-game. I think we pre-gamed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I gotta tell you, like. It's opened my eyes. No offense. This is this is the part. If you guys want to fast forward ten seconds, this is the part where we talk about the PLCB. Um, <laughs> but you don't really get a lot of good, good good variety in Pennsylvania. No. So so, real quick. So um, some millionaire. Uh, That's an awesome name. Yeah, dude. Oh, is shit. he drinking dirty? He uh, he is uh, he he runs the beverage program for Mark Vetri. That is a great. Is that his Instagram handle, That's or is his that Instagram his legal name now? No, okay, no. Okay. I wish. I wish. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be awesome. But he wrote a, a whole diatribe on someone was complaining about why wine is so expensive, mm-hmm. and he did the math. He broke it all down. Um, you know, we'll post the link on the website. That sounds good for you to read. It's, it's daddrinking.com, yeah. episode thirteen. Steve w- Steve Wildy is his name, and he's okay. such a cool dude. Like he's. Like, I want him on yeah the podcast just because his name is. I would. You know what? He would be a great guest because we don't really do wine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to learn about it. So so wine till sold out though. Yeah. You can get really tasty. Do you mean Winmore till sold out? That's what all the Winmore bros do. <laughs> That's very inside baseball. Yeah, right? total inside yeah. baseball. Uh, but uh, but it's, it's a Tony Little Hamlet. Just, it's very... just northwest of Chestnut Hill. <laughs> so, some big ass houses over there. Yeah, it's nice. But the wine till sold out, you can actually get some really tasty stuff. Yeah. That's not available elsewhere in the state for. A good deal. You have to be willing to buy four bottles at a time, basically. Okay. But um, free and shipping. And what's your what's your PPB? Your price per bottle? Uh, it, it it's right around with shipping and tax and all that good stuff. It's right around twenty bucks okay. a bottle, right? But you get free shipping not on the. Terrible. On I have not floor. graduated to twenty dollars per bottle yet. You know, however, it's worth it. Well, actually, I so, found. So here's here's the, the irony in that is that I will spend twenty five dollars or thirty dollars for a bomber bottle of beer. Yeah. Like, without, like, you know. But for some reason, like, once you creep up past, like, $17, $18, I get a little. And I, yeah, because you're, like, buying it at the Pennsylvania 
state yeah. store and you don't you know that it's really not that high but of it's, quality. But it, it's what's funny is a, a good glass of wine, a really nice wine is if it's paired well. Yeah. yeah. So there's a place called Comey in DC. I don't know if it still exists, but back in the day it was Johnny Monas, his his restaurant, his flagship, his big start. And uh, he's a James Beard, I think, award winner. Okay. It was the best restaurant I had ever had a meal. Wow. At. But the best thing about it was the pairing, the Similionaire, was yeah. <laughs> uh, quite fantastic there. Yeah. And like, would drop stuff like a like a Greek white wine. Who has Greek whites? Yeah. Right. Like, and then it would be perfectly paired and would just make the food sing that much. Yeah. Brighter. It I was love amazing. that. I love that shit. And, it's and, great. Like I, I'm, and I feel so inadequate when I am trying to make a pairing. Like yeah. I'll, I'll go on to wine till sold out and be like, oh, if you have a mushroom risotto, this would be good with that. I'm like, when's the last time I've made a mushroom risotto? Get real. Like, um, mushroom risotto. Is, I haven't made one for a while. Do you, people go home on Top Chef because they try to make a risotto. I'm not making that for guests, right? So, so here, here's the thing. If you're not Tom Calicchio, mm-hmm. you like risotto in any fashion because it's fucking <laughs> delicious. Okay, you have even, a problem even with Calicchio? No, no. I, I have no problem with Tom Calicchio. I think he's a great, great You know, Calicchio is much like my father-in-law. Yeah. Like, they have very similar mannerisms. They don't like risotto? No. They, they just are – they're exacting in their standards. And, okay. But they also have very similar mannerisms. Okay. And I love my father-in-law, but it's very funny to watch Top Chef because I'm basically watching my father-in-law Does... critique food. Your father have bad gas. I'm I'm convinced when I watch Top Chef that Tom Calicchio is just farting or holding. That's what fart. That's that's why Pat was laughing yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. It, I don't know why. Like I just feel like for some reason Tom Calicchio. I can't wait to hear. And I'm really sorry, Tom Calicchio, but you just look like a dude who has super stinky farts. I don't know why. I have no. There's, there's no respect, man. There's respect. No context. If you shut down the production. It's for right. The the pro they have pros on that show. Like if he's yeah. dropping bombs, like no one can tell except maybe you can tell if Padma's is laughing about something. Of course, right? No, yeah, that's yeah. about and it. And it's I mean it's so hyper produced now. It's it's crazy. Like, I still if you love look it. At, I still oh, love it. I I really like this last season because you know what my favorite part about this last season was. I thought that the chef testants were all super friend. Like they were all like tight. Like, yes, with each other. Yeah, yeah and there it, was no it, it rivalries. Made, it made for a good show because everyone was really like rooting for each yeah. other. And they were bummed when people got kicked off. Yeah, and, yeah. So they weren't they weren't rooting for Claudette. That was the only person they weren't rooting for. Yeah, I feel like that she was in your wheelhouse of flavor too. Yeah, yeah. She. Yeah. I, I mean the Mex the Mex testant. Yeah, the Mex testant. Yeah. yeah, but can can we get a little political here? Sure. Should have gone to Adrian. I would. I would you say. Think so? I well. Here's the thing. I mean, he he bested her by one dish, right? But I, I would say from a PR perspective, like, do you really want to give it to the dumb a big fat white, white guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but his food looked good, man. I mean, I and I, I actually I liked the, him too. The thing I, mean, I like about that show is that although they've had in terms of winners not a lot of diversity, they do have the most diverse cast of any show. Yeah, you know what? Far. You're totally right. You're right. totally right. And so, like, at least you give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that while Adrian Cheatham would have been a good winner, you could tell that she just was discovering what she was trying to do, like That's toward true. the end of the season. I I didn't. I mean, I I definitely didn't think she was going to go far, like Mm-mm. at the outset. Nope. Um, I thought that two guy was going to. I know, but... Right? but like we would have called him Ustad. Yeah, Ustad. yeah. <laughs> just out of respect. 
<laughs> so so anyways can i tell you what my best thing was that's what i was just about to ask you oh we yes on a monster sorry man you've been monster tank. you've been gone so i didn't go yeah, on spring cool. break so so here's let me just ask you one thing here we should probably make this a two-parter you think so how long has it been i, I don't know but i'm just saying like if this runs on i think we'll do a part one and part two and okay. i think that would be great okay. that's a new thing we do yeah <laughs> just introduced <laughs> 10 seconds ago. Right, we were so, totally so prepared I, for this i i want to know what the best thing you drank was for the since march 6th march 4th but yeah so 4th? we we um <laughs> sorry You're sorry you, you so we 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 did not go on spring break to florida or anywhere um, we have, so our kids go to a parochial school, so they had a weird spring break of like the Wednesday of Holy Week to the Tuesday following that Easter. That was my spring bake, spring bake. Yeah, my spring yeah break it was. Growing up. <laughs> that was, yeah. yeah. Um, so we didn't go anywhere and, and we had some, an unfortunate trip in the middle of it. So we, we basically stayed home, right? We, um, and we hung out with the kids and we did some Easter stuff with my sister and my family um did you hear the good news what's that he is risen (laughs) i did hear that a little bit why do nuns love jesus why because he was hung like this (laughs) oh all right going to hell that's why get back to it that's real life that's that's terrible um (laughs) so so the other night um i've made quite a few things in the lab one of the things i did was uh jersey lightning aka colin um came on uh, the the Instagram feed and gave a suggestion to me based on the bottles I presented. Oh, yeah. He threw down some off-the-dome shit, right? Yes. And it was very tasty. It was really tasty. Although, I don't remember exactly what I had. Dude's a wizard, man. He's really good. I would love him to come on the show. Yeah. Someday. We're trying. Someday. Um, but um, I I had, just the other night, I had some leftover Mezcal Reposado, which is just a little bit more aged and a little bit more smoky than your average mezcal hoven. Um, and I mixed that with an Ancho Reyes um, liqueur from the same folks that make Casamigos. Okay. Um, it was really tasty. It was smoky. And then at the end, there was a kick of heat and that, that really kind of messed with you. It was very good. And then the other night, so it was a tie. The other night I had, actually I think last night, I had a Ramazzotti Amaro with some Laird's apple brandy. That looked super tasty. Yeah. Yeah. It was very good. Um, I did that with some uh, with some aromatic bitters from Jerry Thomas. Uh, his his whatever the brand is that uses his name. Yeah. And um, that was actually very good because you have like the the kind of like Ramazadi Amaro is a little bit sweet for it's, yeah I find Amaro yeah. right and combine that with the apple brandy it was very brandy heavy okay right? the apple brandy the apple jack was very heavy in this thing but you had that weird like kind of almost like a gentian herby yeah, yeah, yeah. bitterness the the very subtle one from the uh, the Ramazadi combined with the sweet very booze forward apple brandy with the bitters yeah. and it made a nice little bouquet it inspired me to do a little riff on amigos song yeah um i think it worked well it was very tasty i would suggest everyone do it but it was uh if you're interested in the recipe it was two and a half shots of laird's applejack the apple brandy Laird has to be laird's though george yeah. washington won't have it no other way and then um half a shot of the 
half an ounce, I should say. It sounds better when you say fluid ounces instead of shots. Yeah. Half a fluid ounce of uh, <laughs> Ramazzotti Amaro, the sweet one. You could use Montenegro too, which I've I've used recently. Um, but the the Ramazzotti is a little sweeter and it goes better with the uh, with the apple brandy. Yeah. And then whatever aromatic bitters you can get. Very tasty on the rocks, stirred of course, not shaken. Yeah. Pour filled like strained through a, uh, a strainer onto the rocks in a rocks glass. Boom! You have yourself a little party in a glass. That sounds awesome, dude. I it was like tasty. That. Yeah. It was tasty. At some point, we're gonna stop doing recipes that other people make and start doing. Our own. And today, in fact, we kind of did our own thing. Yes. Right? Because originally, what were we planning on drinking, Marcus? What was your suggestion the other day? So I, I've, I've really been since since Vegas. I've been jonesing for a penicillin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I right. did. I did have some sort of riff on that at Royal Boucherie, right? But and um, you also felt disgusting and germ-ridden after being in Disney for a couple yeah, days. I yeah, I mean, it's it's like a cesspool of just and like jazzy germs. Oh my gosh! The, <laughs> you go and you get the merch, and and like the kids are touching the merch, and it's like plastic or it's like you know plush. And they just keep touching shit. And spring ugh. break is disgusting. So, like, we went one time on spring break to Mexico to an all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. And I watched people sit at a bar in the pool. And didn't get up. For 11 hours. Never got up. Drank the entire time. Give me a break that they're not urinating in, on themselves and everyone else around them that's in the pool. Disgusting. It's gross. And that's why spring break to me is a perfect – after spring break, it's a perfect time to try a penicillin. Yeah. So I was totally down with your 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 suggestion. No. However. <laughs> however. However. When push came to shove and we got to the podcast studio today, we realized we had candy ginger. <laughs> and little else. And little else. <laughs> Marcus assured me yesterday that he had everything he needed to do this podcast. No worries, Jim. I got it all. However, when he said I got it all, he meant I've got all the candy ginger you'd ever want to eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so unfortunately for for me and for you we will not be able to get a take on a penicillin however yeah. we decided based on the ingredients at hand to make our own drink which we also called a modified, modified penicillin. penicillin right however when we modified the penicillin it turned out to be a boulevardier or whatever you call it <laughs> boulevardier yes with right the, yes with with and this is the key distinction that makes it kind of like a penicillin so we made a boulevardier, which we'll, Marcus will give you the recipe, or I will, in a second. However, um, on top of the, uh, the drink, once it was properly stirred in a mixing glass with ice and poured into a chilled cocktail glass, we did a spritz, an aerosol spritz of Isla Scotch. Yes. Uh, Actually, well, it wasn't Isla. I mean, it's Japanese. Oh, it's Japanese. But, uh, it's, it is Isla in style. that vein. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what we did, uh, this drink, this Boulevardier penicillin, penicillin. <laughs> yeah, is uh, one and a half ounces of um, whiskey, which we use the uh, Manitoni Stillworks Small Batch Honey. Manitoni still dad drinking's unofficial sponsor. Yes. Um, we love it. We had an ounce of Campari. Going back to Grupo Campari. Grupo Campari. Touching our roots a little bit in yeah. this Baker Dozen episode. And then we had an ounce of uh, sweet vermouth. We use Antica, uh, the Antica formula. Carpano Antica formula. Right. That stuff's great. Right. And then we did, uh, I did one or two spritzes of the aerosol spray of the, um, of the Santori Hakashi. Hakushu. Uh, Hakushu. Yeah. Uh, Hai. Yeah. Okay. Suntory 
knocks you. Right. We had yeah. some relaxing times. Yes. Uh, and then we did an orange peel garnish. It was yeah. very delicious. It, it was, was very it was, delicious. It was good. It went down um, pretty quickly. We should probably make another one, but we'd have to pause and then come back. And yeah. We've moved on to Imperial Stout. Um, I, I thought you did a great job with it, though. I Thanks, thought man. it was incredibly balanced. Um, it was improvised. Yeah. But it now, worked. I, I think because I wanted that Isla spritz so bad, I, I, I actually spritzed a few more times. Right. right. So, um, but the Boulevardier is a great cocktail. I, I have to apologize for, uh, or apologize to John Adams because that was his requested drink. He'll be Wait, John Adams? John Adams. Like the John Adams? Yeah, from, Rival, from Rival Brothers Cocktail. Oh. From Rival Brothers. I thought you meant like the founding father. No, that dude's dead, man. Oh. <laughs> he's like dead as shit. News to me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy, he <laughs> found it in name. America. And then what he do, like, what do you think? What's John Adams' middle name? Um, I, It's a good question. Well, Quincy? Quincy, maybe it's... <laughs> it's not quite Quincy. If it's Quincy, that would be quite the coincidence. Wow. Oh! Zing! <laughs> Damn, dude. Zing! You fucking just teed that Woo. up. <laughs> Anyways, um... Yeah, so, so so John will have to pick another drink. So so John is the type of dad who would drink a Boulevardier. Yeah, he's he's yeah. What kind of dad is John? John's a fucking cool ass dad, man. He owns a so he owns a coffee roasting company, Rival Brothers Coffee Roasters. Um, he actually collaborated with Side Project Jerky on their new cowboy flavor. Nice. He was the one that did the uh, who developed the recipe. Um, awesome awesome recipe really good it's definitely different than any other jerky i've tasted but um you know sleeve tattoo really into soccer um or foot he's he's he's, into footy yeah so so he's the type of dad that drinks a boulevardier calls soccer football yeah yeah and and is up watching Premier 7 League. I, I mean i do that yeah I, I don't have a tattoo sleeve and i do, don't call it football either unless i'm speaking in another language yeah however i i'm totally into soccer it's a great especially if you're a dad yeah. you wake up it's 7 a.m 7 30 a.m and you're having your coffee you gave your kids whatever cereal or whatever you're giving them for breakfast and they're like fighting over legos or whatever at that point you can throw on a game and it's a two-hour commitment and there's a satisfying result. Yeah, and it's you can awesome. go on with your day. Yes. You can get into a team, and you could watch that team basically every weekend. Although, NBC Sports, it, they introduce this like crap like gold pass thing where you have to pay extra if you have, or you're a fan of like a crappier team that's not on national television. Okay, so it's yeah. like watching the out-of-network football Exactly. They, yeah. they, they have a little like kicker, like a 50 bucks for a season if you want to like watch like Leicester City or, or one of those like lesser teams. Although Leicester won. Who do you support? Uh, I'm a Chelsea fan. Okay. Only because really it was not complicated. And there's probably going to be like hundreds of people listening to this. They're going to get angry at me. But I liked the colors. I liked the unis. I liked the stadium. The kits. Yeah, the kits, yeah. I liked the stadium. I liked the crazy – at the time the coach was – uh, Jose Mourinho, which is this crazy Portuguese guy who just awesome. like is like a loose cannon on interviews. So I, I, I found it very entertaining. I don't care about the socioeconomic status of the of the supporters. However, like they are Tony. They're from West London. They're okay. from Chelsea. Ooh. So like you know they're a little bit more wealthy than your average person. But who are we kidding? Like I'm watching from a TV in Northwest Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I'm not going to games or spending the. Yeah, dude, we, we picked you up from your house today. It's yeah. a nice house. <laughs> but but I mean, like they, they like the Chelsea fans 
like get a hard time because they're wealthy. Whatever. I just like the logo and the stadium and the jerseys they're and not, the players. They're and the not coach. the analog to to the Yankees. Kind of. Oh. But they're not as successful as the Yankees, I don't think. I hate the Yankees. Like they're not like a 20 they're not going to win 27 championships. Okay. Right? And they're not going to win Euro, European titles. Like okay. I would say Madrid is like the Yankees. Okay. Right, in terms of right. Europe, right? But Chelsea's maybe like maybe the Red Sox, okay. maybe. Sox. Which is not, not terrible. Socks. Right. I, I, it's hard to draw to draw a comparison to Major League Baseball, but you know, yeah. it's, it, 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 they're not they're not they're trying to buy championships, but they're unsuccessful in it. Okay. So I feel very, I feel okay rooting okay. for them as a All Philly right. fan. That's yeah. good. So, do you think that um, you'd like to talk more about what we're drinking today, or would you have to do a little fast casual to wrap this up? Yeah, I mean, if you're getting tired of talking to me, then we can we can go right into the fast I'm casual. Just thinking about Disney exhausted me, but I do want to know. Well, listen, do you want to just do like a, a straight up like Florida fast casual? To, to, no, because I've got some other funnier ones. I think oh. I, I got some good Florida ones. Okay. So, so I get. I guess one of my questions. It might not have to be fast casual. You don't have to put the music on. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Maybe I'll tell you. I'll cue you when to drop the music in. Okay. But my my curiosity is if you're just a normal dad from Philly, yeah. or from anywhere in the Northeast, because I'm I'm yeah. guessing that no one outside the Northeast will listen to us. Um, I think I may have some dudes in Nebraska, but. Yeah, I, I might have a guy in Chicago, but he, like, hate listens. So I kind of like them. Just let me know this to the Northeast. Does he ever come to Philly? No. No? No. Is he, where is he from? Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Let's yeah, not even I, say the name because it'll just piss him off more. <laughs> well, then we should say the name to piss him off. <laughs> so so anyway, so um, as, an, as a normal old dad, like, would you recommend taking your ch- their children – to Disney World. I as a as just just kind just of just as a dad as a just dad. Generally speaking, is that a dad thing to do? Should they do it? I, I guess as as an American, it's one of those like an American child. Well, th- this is that's my whole issue with it, right? Is there is a rite of passage mm-hmm. associated with going? To Did you go as a kid? Disney. Well, I went to Disneyland, but remember, right, like but that's so, not the same thing, man. No, but but. I, back I think when, we, actually, back I may when have, we went, it was just a park you could walk around one day and do everything. I may have gone to Disney World when I was super little because my uncle actually worked for Disney. Oh, Bernard? Yeah, Uncle Sweet. Bernard. Sweet. Guy's awesome, <laughs> man. He's the best dude. Um, and actually, my Uncle Ray was down there, too. Uncle Ray still has a mullet. Does Ray spell his name with an E or an A? With an E. Nice. Come on, dude. He's, he's the, the king. king. He's a kid. That's he's awesome. oh, dude. He's great too. I see. He's like the he's like the youngest of the family. He's like just, but he's also like the tallest. Goddamn Ray Montoya, man! I fucking shouts to Ray Montoya. That dude is fucking <laughs> rad. Seriously. Um, he actually, you know what? Um, introduced me. I didn't get to meet him, but I got to talk to on the phone when I was in in my hair metal days. I got to talk to Mark Slaughter on the phone. What? Yeah. From is the band that, Slaughter. That's Oh, I thought was, I was gonna say is that Sergeant's son? No, it's it's Mark Slaughter. <laughs> he was the lead singer of Slaughter, who uh Fly to the Angels. Yeah, I know I know Slaughter. All night. For sure. yeah, dude. Like sixth grade, that was the thing. Oh, you danced slow yeah. dance to yep. middle school dances. Yeah. yeah. That and Firehouse, right? Yeah. It's so so love of a lifetime. <laughs> so many slow dances. So many I mean, November slow Rain when they used to pump fake you. With the end. Yeah. And then everyone would like walk away and then they would start back up. You'd be like, oh no, I just lost my chance to stand within three inches of a girl. Yeah. 
for another 27 seconds. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> All right. So, so, so yeah. So, I... push comes to shove. What do you say? Do it. Because I'm, I'm torn. I don't, I'm at a point where I don't have to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But should I do it? I, I think as, as someone who's not into it, I think it would be more of a let it happen organically. So if if ideal conditions prevailed, um, for example, I mean, we, we're fortunate because my parents have the timeshare down there. So we can go, um, you know, once every couple of years and 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 hit it up and it's it's a great time um but it's not like it's low commitment like like if you're i would not i don't find the value in spending you know five thousand to ten thousand dollars to go stay at the park and you know have the whole experience but but that's just me i mean disney's also not my thing i mean i I listen to fucking municipal waste true you know what i'm saying like so so again if if you can do it, my recommendation would be to do it kind of tangentially. So, okay. because the other thing too is like, there's other shit down. Like Universal was great. We had a great time at Universal. Like if you're into Harry Potter, there's all that Harry Potter shit. Uh, you were really into it. I saw you, you, you gave like maybe 80% of your social media feed yeah, dude. on your trip to the Harry Potter. Yeah. Experience. I expecto Patronus the fuck out of that day. It was great. Yeah. No. So, um, now, you need to steel yourself against the fact and you need to accept the fact that you're probably going to pay $50 for a wand. Ugh. Yeah. That, that, that makes like shit in windows in Diagon Alley, uh, you know, flip and flop around. Mm-hmm. Um, like, cause that's, that's a thing now. Um, but Universal was cool. Like they have a whole Simpsons thing. They've got a Simpsons ride. Oh, Simpsons are hilarious. It was super awesome. Fuck you. <laughs> you need to watch The Simpsons. You would appreciate The Simpsons. So, so here, okay. So I'm gonna do a couple of fast casuals. Okay. Cue the music. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So fast casual is back. Um, your your comment about the timeshare brings up a quick question to me. Have you often rude the fact that your parents have been swindled by someone? No. I mean, no. Uh, I, they've spent... I, I mean this generally, not your parents, but like as a as a son of older people, Yeah, I feel like I'm always worried my parents are getting swindled or my in-laws. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I... They live far away, so, so I think... I, I, I the guess day-to-day what, swindles you don't. What I guess what radar. scares me is that I'm I'm really not in yeah. tune, attuned to their, you know, swindle potential. But I will say that my parents, um, my dad is super paranoid. So as nice. far as swindles go, he's probably like, "Fuck out of here with those swindles." Who would be more likely to be swindled, your dad or Bernard? Bernard, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's trusting. He seems he's, trusting. Yeah. He's, well, he, yeah. He wants I mean, to be the life. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. I mean. He'll go along with a swindle. Yeah. He'll, he, like, he's probably gets swindled out of two or three extra samples every time he's doing a demo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, so. I'm hoping to swim, be able to swindle yeah. him at some point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, you went to Disney. Yes. You went to Universal Studios, mm-hmm. Florida. Um, we also did SeaWorld. Oh, cool. But there was no dolphin or... Or killer whale yeah. release. Okay. 
That's fine. My question is more about Disney. Okay. Who? Gun to your head. This is a really dangerous fast cash. <laughs> Gun to your head. Who is your favorite Disney character? Gun to my head. Mm-hmm. Who would you? I've want already to... been shot. Like they literally have pulled the trigger because I, I have yeah. no, no, no. But I, I have to. I actually Who, have to think if about. You, it. If you were, you know, actually, no. Favorite Disney character, Mickey Christmas Carol, the the ghost that was the giant that yeah. says Pistachios. Yeah, that might it's be. Good. Or 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 because Ducktales right was Disney, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So Launchpad? so perhaps Huey, Dewey, and Louie, or Scrooge McDuck. Ducktales Virgin. Yeah. <laughs> virgin, not Virgin. Yeah. yeah. So you are a Ducktales um, Virgin, but. Yeah, I think that would. Yeah, I'd... my my favorite would Who's be your favorite. So so yeah, my favorite is uh, I don't know if this is Disney. I think it is, but the the Fox Robin Hood. Okay. Yeah. That was really good at archery, like Robin yeah, Hood. Yeah, yeah. Like that was my favorite movie growing up as a kid. Yeah. I loved it. To this day, I have a weird soft spot for archery. Like I'll watch it on the Olympics because of the damn. You should get into cartoon archery. Fox. I know a guy if you want to get into it. You know what's funny? When I lived in California, should we get into archery? <laughs> Dad shooting. Dad archery. Dad archering. <laughs> dad, we should make arrows our own. We should be dad Fletchering. So no, but I I know people that that go and they they. We could call our podcast Fletcher Cox. Like, <laughs> I know I know people that hunt like bow hunt, which is I think super fucking. It's bad. honorable, right? It's, like it's a little bit better. I would rather you have to wrestle the animal to the ground and slit its throat. Yeah, because that that seems more fair to yeah, the animal. It's however using a bow and arrow is also a little bit better. Than, it's so metal it's so <laughs> that's the that's the shit man i mean like so you do you have you you shoot an animal with a bow and arrow and then you have a navajo taco yeah from with, your, with the animal from your yeah. bounty yeah so but i know i know like this i was talking to this guy who like from i don't know 200 yards out like fucking bagged a deer wow like with a bow an wow. arrow with an arrow like that's really good like some fucking like merida from brave shit yeah it's it's impressive. That's two hundred yards out. is pretty far. Yeah, maybe it wasn't two hundred. Whatever it was, I, I don't know. I you could you just... could tell me it was five hundred yards, and I would get. I would be like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about hunting. Dude. I'm just a city kid. Yeah. Um. All right. So this is the slowest fast casual we've ever had. That's not true. But <laughs> that's true. One of the um, one, uh, one of your comments about the uh the sleeve tattoo by John John Quincy Adams our, our yes would be guest. Um, if you were going to do a sleeve, because I know you have a couple of tattoos, but you don't have a sleeve. I know. What would be your centerpiece sleeve tattoo? Um, that's a, that's a good question. I, would it be the likeness of a loved one? No. A dearly departed? No, no. I, no. I, I think, um, I, I love tattoos, but I think I like the old timey traditional tattoos. So like a snake around an anchor. Yeah, something like yeah, no, seriously though. Yeah. So like maybe maybe an anchor, right? I mean, there's all of like the different like all of that imagery has things associated with it. I mean, I'm a total tattoo poser. Like I you know, I I have a couple I tattoos. Have more than I do. Yeah, well, I I'm more than most people, but certainly not as many as others. Um I don't know, the anchor's kind of cool, I guess. Or fuzzy. Are you dice. a seafaring guy? Well, no, I'm not. So that yeah. that's the thing. Like, I mean, I, a lot of, I, I think tattoo How people in general. How do you Navajo tacos with a fryer? Deep fryer, yeah. Would you get a deep fryer as your centerpiece sleeve tattoo? No, I'd get an avocado. That would be bad. Oh, that's bumpy. It'd be hard to do. Well, it would be like the half avocado. Oh, with the pit. 
yeah, popping with out. the pit, yeah. You could flex your bicep and make the pit exactly ex- like, like kind of pop, pop out or something. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I think I think when if you get a tattoo, you need to contemplate physiology. Yeah. When you do it, like my brother has an idea about like hands like on his shoulder blades and spreading if he like hunches yeah. over and and like flexes yeah i'm not gonna get too far into it but i think that's a really well interesting the, thing so i've seen a tattoo that is the um it's a street fighter tattoo ryu or ken um i i think guile i think it's ken it's ken and he's doing the uppercut yes oh uh, you can yeah exactly yeah. and um his his actual fist is ken's fist that's cool it's pretty neat. Yeah. How do they get? The, uh, he must have a massive forearm to get the scale correct. Uh, well, it's, a, it's it's perspective. That's what's what's crazy about it. It's like it's like he actually does a good job of it. It's awesome. Yeah. No. I mean, you can. I think you can Google it. Um, there's there's. Oh, I thought it was a friend of yours. No, no, no. Uh, it's just is, some yeah, random. Just guy. some random. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, but uh, I, you know, I I think what what sucks is I think I'm I'm past my prime with ironic tattoos. But yeah. I would love to get a tattoo of the cat hanging. From the clothesline that says "Hang in there, baby." I think that would be awesome. <laughs> Given your age, it could be Garfield. It would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, I, the one thing is, I don't like anything too cartoony because I feel like tattoos should be like tough, right? Like T U F F. I mean, but they're kind of cartoons. Yeah, because I would. I mean, honestly, I would love to get a Simpsons tattoo. Like you would call a comic book a graphic novel at this point. Like you'd rather have a graphic novel drawing than a cartoon than a comic book. No, drawing. but like I mean, like. You think like you want like a skull or like some really fu- or like a fucking grim reaper like you know like a severed head like you want some fucking metal shit if you're gonna get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. I I think cartoony tattoos to me like I don't think they really translate well. So like Garfield, nah. Yeah. Maybe like a Simpsons. I think Simpsons tattoos are cool, but I wouldn't want to do that like as a permanent. So thing. I think that I know you're dying to know, but I think that if I got a tattoo, it would have to be something. That would be like if someone close my to me face. passed away or something. Yeah, like if my podcast partner died, I would put his tribute, face yeah. over my left chest, yeah. right? A nice tribute. Maybe like a behind the scenes type thing, like we took tonight. Yeah, with some uh, some vintage uh, <laughs> some Polaroids today. But um, no, but I think that one of the cooler underutilized things is maps of places where you're from or your family's from or where yeah. you are. Well, I but have... not not the not the freaking it. Italy boot that every kid from South Philly has on his calf. No, I've got I the, like state the, of, the state of Utah. I mean, you're a Utah, and that has a great star it's a, on yeah. there. It's nice. I like it's how you, you noted the capital. I actually wanted, when we left Brooklyn, I wanted to get, there's an old drawing, of like an elevation drawing of the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get that on my back. Ooh. But I never did. No. But uh, yeah, that, was, that was a thought Yeah. as well. So I think those kind of types of things are cool because there's a story. Yeah, right. No, of course, yeah. Um, and I like yours. I respect your tattoos because they yeah. do have stories. But I don't know. Like, uh, I'm curious to see John Adams' sleeve. Yeah. See what he's got going on. No, it's. I mean, sounds it's, interesting. It's dope. He's got. I think it's got like a koi fish. Like he's got. It's like very. I think kind of Japanese. Like you know. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a solid, solid All right. sleeve. Last quick, fast, casual. Yes. Uh, quick service. When do we speak again? We got it. We got to start. We got to get back. To we this, are. Like a weekly, so we're gonna do it weekly. Thing. We're gonna start doing it Sundays, as Marcos referenced. We're gonna do schedules. Yes. But check out our Instagram and our Twitter at Dad Drinking yep. and DadDrinking.com. You can see our schedule. Hopefully, we'll post it to keep ourselves kind of honest. Um, 
But that being said, this is a live, or sorry, not live, but like one cut, and I really have to go to the bathroom. So I'm going (laughs) to sign off, all right? Marcos, bring us home, baby. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. Um, I just said um, I hate saying um. You can find us at Side Project. Oh, no, wait, that's our sponsor. Sorry. Thank you to our sponsor, Side Project Jerky. You can find us at daddrinking.com, live stream the podcast there. You can also find us on Google Play and Apple Podcasts. And that's basically it. Hope you enjoyed this installment, the Baker's Dozen of Dad Dream.